It's time for Recipe of the Day. It's National Cheese Day today, so whatever you make, make sure that it involves cheese. I had it in my mind that I wanted to do some kind of side dish to go with your Sunday dinner tonight, and so I found a nice, light, and summery side dish that has a little bit of Parmesan cheese going on, and this is a summer squash gratin. It's zucchini and that yellow summer squash with some grape or cherry tomatoes in a really light, subtle sauce with some nice breadcrumbs on top that have parmesan cheese mixed in. I can't wait for you to try it. So in general, when I'm making gratins, I don't make them so that the vegetable or potato or whatever it is is swimming in sauce. I like it much more when it's just lightly clinging to the ingredients and maybe there's a little bit on the bottom. I don't really want it all wet. I really want the flavors of the other ingredients to shine and the sauce to just be like a little extra bonus on there. So that's what we're going for here, which is also why it makes it so great for this time of year. So you'll start by preheating the oven to 450 degrees Fahrenheit. That's nice and high and the reason is because we want that squash to cook and the sauce to get bubbling and the top to brown, but we don't want it all in there for super long because the longer it's in there, the more likely the zucchini is to get mushy. We want it softened, but we don't want it all gushy and mushy. We want it to have a little bit of texture to it still. So while the oven's preheating, you trim the ends off of your zucchini and summer squash. You need four total, so two summer squash, two zucchini, or four of one of those, and you want them to be about six ounces each. So they're on the small to medium size and you're going to slice them into one quarter inch slices. That's actually fairly thin and it's important. As I was saying, we want them to cook through in that short amount of time while those breadcrumbs are browning, right? If they're much thicker than a quarter inch, they're not going to cook through and they're still going to be hard in there when everything else is ready. Once you've sliced those, you put them into a big bowl with a pint of grape tomatoes or cherry tomatoes, two cloves of garlic thinly sliced. Now, I often say to add extra garlic because I always add extra garlic. Two is just right here. Because it's not cooking for a really long time, that garlic doesn't get a huge amount of time to really cook out its harshness. And so the two cloves leaves quite a bit of garlic flavor and you're not going to need any more. Now to that big bowl with the squash, the tomatoes, and the garlic, you're adding two tablespoons of flour, three quarters of a teaspoon of salt, and a quarter teaspoon of black pepper. Give that a stir. Now what we're actually doing here is lightly coating all of those vegetables in the flour so that when they release their juices, when they heat up, it's going to mix with that flour and help to form some of our sauce. So once all that's mixed up, Then you're adding a quarter cup of heavy whipping cream. That's all. It's really not very much. This dish easily serves four people, probably as many as six. So you're doing less than a tablespoon of cream per person. And it really is enough. Like I was saying, you're not going to have a gratin that's swimming in sauce here. Just every vegetable is going to be coated. And I'll tell you, I just made this last weekend and I ended up having some and there was still sauce on the plate after. And I totally went in with a piece of bread and was sopping it up. So there's just that little bit of sauce, but it is enough that some is going to be left on the plate which is wonderful for that bread. So once you've added the cream, give it a nice stir. And then I like to use a rubber spatula to scrape that all into a 10-inch pie plate. The spatula is just going to make sure you don't leave any of that delicious cream and any of the seasonings or anything behind in that bowl. Now I'm going to say I do this in a 10-inch pie plate. I did it in a smaller pie plate once and it wasn't as good. I think you really need something that's spread out enough so that like things aren't doubled up and then it's easier for the heat to penetrate and for them to cook. So a wider dish is going to be better than a narrower one in this case. 
you want everything kind of like one layer-ish. So most of the vegetables are touching the bottom of the pie plate. Some of them might be doubled up in places. Okay, once that's into your pie plate, kind of even it out in there, and then you're going to make the topping. So you're measuring a quarter cup of panko breadcrumbs and a quarter cup of shredded Parmesan cheese into a bowl. Then you kind of rub them together. The sharpness of the breadcrumbs is going to cut those shreds of Parmesan cheese so they're not quite as long and they'll be easier to mix. To that, you're adding a quarter teaspoon of salt and a tablespoon of olive oil. Mix it until all the breadcrumbs are nice and coated and moistened, and then you just spread that on top of the vegetables in the pie plate. Now, it's not going to be like a thick coating. It's just a light coating, but it's just going to be lovely, just that little bit of crunch. Okay, that goes into your 450-degree oven and bakes for about 20 to 25 minutes. You're looking for a nice brown top. You want the vegetables right in the middle to be fork tender. If you go in with a fork, it goes in easily, but not mushy. And the sauce, like I said, there's not a ton of it. It's going to be there on the bottom. You're going to hear it sizzling and bubbling. That's how you know it's done. Let it rest for five minutes just because it's way too hot to eat at that point, especially those tomatoes. They're just full of hot liquid. Let it rest for five minutes. That's going to settle it all down. The sauce will thicken a little bit more and then you can dig in. I'm going to put the link to the recipe in the show notes for this podcast episode for you, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. That's also where you can subscribe to this show, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the links are all there. Buttons at the top, just click and subscribe, and then you get the new episodes in your feed every single day. And I just want to ask again, if you make this recipe and love it, or make any of the recipes from my sites and enjoy them, it really helps me out if you leave a comment and a five-star rating. I love getting the feedback and hearing what you're making. That really makes my day. And also those five stars let other visitors to the site know that they can trust these recipes, which really helps everybody out. Thank you again for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com, thecookful.com, the all-new chicken cookbook, and from this podcast, Recipe of the Day. Let's get cooking.